Heavenly Father, we come to you again this evening. We praise and thank you for your sweet presence in the midst. And then, Father, we hand this meeting over into thy hands. We say, have thine own precious way. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I bind every spirit within there. And in the name of Jesus, I lose every saint to praise God. Everybody praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody just praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Shall we all, brother, sister, stand and sing that lovely old hymn? Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing. Use this one you've got. My great Redeemer's praise. You've all got chorus sheets there, hymn sheets, Julia. Look it up and we'll all sing to the glory of God. Everyone singing. Number nine on the chorus sheet. <laughs>
I say, what a testimony. We're marching to Zion. Beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching to Zion. Come ye that love the Lord. And let your joy be known. You let your joy be known in this meeting. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And you get the joy in your soul, you'll have some strength. Hallelujah. I want to remind everybody now, right from the commencement of this meeting that God has got no favourites. God has no favourites. Bob Nichols wouldn't have been in. I shouldn't have been in. And many more wouldn't have been in. You wouldn't have been in, lad, would you? God has got no favourites. In other words, he's no respect with persons. He loves everybody. For God's soul of the world, that he robbed heaven of its very best, that you, 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 you might be set gloriously free. Isn't it marvellous? Isn't it wonderful? What a wonderful salvation. What a fellowship. What a joy. What a life to be saved and satisfied with Jesus. It's not something you put on. It's something that makes you absolutely new. And it comes right inside of you. And when you get it, it hits you just here. It doesn't hit you here, it comes in here. It says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And they'll flow all right when you get it. But they need to get it. So that's what these meetings are for, to have a jolly good drink of the Holy Spirit. There's a power here to deliver you from all your sicknesses and from all your diseases and to set you gloriously free. Now, there's one particular man in this meeting who's brought out a slogan recently. And he was bound in religion. And then he went into something else and he was, gave all his home up and finished with everything. But he's got a new saying. And this is it. It's coming to the glory. And all he can say is, thank God for the glory. You see, in John 17, the last prayer of Jesus says, Father... Given the glory that I had before the world was, that they may be one as we are one. So it's the glory that makes us one. Well, here's a man who says, Thank God for the glory. Here he is. This is our Fred. Give him a clap. Amen. Thank God for the glory. And uh, you know, tonight, as, as we was coming along there and I could hear everybody singing, I feel like travelling on, you know, and before I got in the meeting, it, it blessed me just to hear everybody singing, I feel like travelling on, and as I walked along the back there, and I just felt something, I just needed something myself, and I, I just felt, I just, you know, knew tonight that it could only come from God, what I needed, and, and as I, I started to sort of let myself go in the Lord, and sat down there, and Henry wanted us to sing that hymn, and my soul leapt up and said, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, my great Redeemer's praise. And you know, I believe that, you know, when we're really thankful to God for, thank you, Henry, for, for, what, uh, for what he's really done for us, it, you know, that, that comes from inside, and I believe that that hymn writer had had that experience of, of the blessing of the Lord on the soul that they just wanted to magnify the Lord and, and, and that the, the writer said, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing. 
bless the Lord, you know, when you, sometimes when you're feeling a little dried up and, and, and you, uh, you wonder what's just happening to you, and all of a sudden you, inside you, you begin to realize what God has saved you from and, and what he's brought you into, and, and you start to praise him, and it's then that your soul says, Oh, for a thousand tongues to say. And oh, I bless the Lord that as I sat there just then, it, it was something inside me just seemed to leap up and say, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise. And I believe tonight that this is what we, we need to do. You know, I feel in myself that that's just what I want to do tonight, regardless of anybody else. I just feel in myself that, that I want a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise. Not just for what he saved me from and for what he's done for but even today, that this morning as I came in the meeting, I realised I wanted something from God. And, and, and uh, driving up here, you know, I, I was saying to the Lord all the time, I believe, Lord, that even this weekend there could be a turning point in my life. There can be something new happen on my soul, Lord, that I can be a different man. And I believe, you know, brothers and sisters, I believe in my heart. The scripture that says that we go on from one radiant degree of holiness unto another. And I believe that tonight, you know, that every one of us, I believe that every one of us can have something new from Jesus. Something that will make us go on and will make us sing that from our souls. I feel like travelling on. I feel like travelling on. You know, when I left Newark, I left at half past eight on Saturday night with the intentions of driving so far along the road and then sort of uh, going onto the roadside and sleeping for a little while. But you know, there was something urging me on. I wanted to get here. And I kept saying, well, never mind, after Ferry Bridge, I'll go on to Tadcaster. And then after Tadcaster, we'll go on a little further, friend, and go on to York. And when I got to York, you know, I even went down the, uh, down the little back road into a wood that I knew. And I went to park me me uh, van there and I was going to get down for the night but you know I couldn't rest I wanted to travel on I wanted to come a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further and you know I found myself here I, I, I drove the whole of the way and I found myself here in, in this place of Scarborough and you know that's how we can be in the spirit can't we the, the spirit of God so works on our souls that we feel like going a little bit further and a little bit further and then we we, we, we tend to pull up by the roadside a little bit, you know, sometimes, uh, and sit at ease. But, oh, bless the Lord when the Spirit of God comes on you and you feel like travelling on. Oh, thank God for the glory. You know, um, I feel this in my soul tonight, brothers and sisters. I feel it tonight in myself that, you know, that we, we can get more in a moment of time. I believe that I got more in that chair in a moment of time than... All the religious years that I spend, and all my studying, and all my trying to give back to God, trying to pay back to God for my salvation, I believe that I got more in that moment of time just there when He touched my soul, and my spirit leapt up and said, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, my great Redeemer's praise. Oh, I thank Him tonight. And I tell you, brothers and sisters, that the, as, as Roy was talking, you know, he was telling us at dinner time about how we should be thankful for the glory of God. How we should really be thankful that we can be free in the Spirit, free to praise God, free to rejoice in Him, that nothing can hold us down, that this inner man can rejoice in his blessed Redeemer. Oh, we should thank God for the glory tonight. 
It's not something that I say that, that's, that, that's just a, 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 an happy-go-lucky saying. But you know, when I think what God has saved me from, and of all the trying and all the years when I tried to force myself along, and I realised that when Christ showed me a different way, a way where I can rest in him. And believe me, brothers and sisters, I tell you, God has done something with me here. Even walking with Brother Chris this afternoon, he didn't know, but as he was talking to me, God was answering in my soul a lot of questions that I had. And, and bless the Lord for brothers and sisters in the Lord, you know, where we can have sweet fellowship one with another, where we can love one another and understand one another and walk with one another. Oh, brothers and sisters, it's times when I feel dry. This time when I feel that I'm the only one that's in the valley. I feel the t time when I'm uh, the only one that, that, that's burdened. But oh, bless the Lord for brothers and sisters who are going on in the glory. And who you can go and have sweet fellowship with. I tell you, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like the fellowship of the saints. I know I've been to religious men when they've said to me, but you must start to, oh, what you really must do is go and shut yourself away in your closet. Why, I even had one man tell me to write down all my past sins as far as I could remember. I did do. He had the biggest shock of his life. <laughs> biggest shock of his life. I wrote out as right back to when I was a child and I could remember my sin. Everything that I did to try and free myself of that inner man. But thank God I know that tonight it's not in religion or anything like that. But thank God for the glory where we can enter into a walk with Jesus and where he knows us, where he loves us and where he understands us. I tell you, brothers and sisters, start to praise him from your heart tonight. Let yourself go in Jesus. And if you've entered into the glory, thank him for the glory. There's no going back into the old way, although the, sometimes there's things that tempt you to go back into it. There's things that try and pull you back into it. But thank God that we feel like travelling on. We feel like travelling on. Be freeing him tonight. He'll do more in your soul in a moment of time tonight than ever all the religious teachings in this world can give you. Thank God for the glory. Let's keep travelling on. God bless you. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I answered the master's call.
Most of these choruses you hear, which I knew, are just given by inspiration of God. That one was given by inspiration of God. I'm not sorry, and we're not sorry. We're thrilled about this wonderful salvation. We're thrilled about it. I'm going to bring another young man up quickly. He's going to tell you how God thrilled he is about this wonderful, glorious gospel. He doesn't know I'm going to ask him. But anyway, when you look at his face, you can tell he's got it. And it's Laurie. Come up here, Laurie. Here he is. Give him a clap. Give him a clap. It's been going a good many years now, Laurie has. Wonderful Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord. I'm so glad I can say that I'm not sorry. I answered his call. Bless the Lord. And I can also say by his grace, I'm not sorry that, that I was obedient when he called me and showed me this wonderful blessing. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Oh, glory, glory, glory. You know, I was just thinking how wonderful it is that we can have such freedom. And I was watching these little ones here dancing. How wonderful, isn't it? that they can feel at home. You know, our little girls used to dance when we used to come to these meetings a lot. And then we went to a place... Uh, and, and, you know, it was all right, but soon, it was funny, and it was only small, and, and a sister started to play an accordion, and, you know, and in their little minds, they associated an accordion with the glory meeting, because they'd never seen, and they started to dance. But, you know, they only danced for a minute or two, and they stopped. And you know why they stopped, don't you? Because they didn't feel the freedom, and they didn't feel the liberty. There's something different about it. There's something different about it, and you can't explain it, but even, I remember it spoke to me such a lot, even then, that was a while ago now, but these little ones they stopped and they didn't dance anymore and they're not there anyway but you know and they was going because but that's how it is all oh, that we can just be free in Jesus what a wonderful atmosphere of freedom that we can worship him and praise him bless his lovely name oh and I've been thinking and, and reading this week about that glorious promised rest that's been promised to us in Hebrews 4 and oh it's bless my soul God has promised us a rest a wonderful rest where we cease from our works and we was talking about it last night and it blessed me because I'm so glad as the Lord's revealed that to me just lately that wonderful rest that there is in Jesus but you know it also says that we should be careful that we don't come short of it because of our own unbelief we don't come short of God's promised rest and I was reading that it says God rested on the seventh day and he made because everything was complete bless the Lord and that's why we can rest because God has done everything. He's made a wonderful rest. There remaineth a rest, therefore, to the people of God. Oh, brother and sister, be, be careful, you know. It says, beware that you fail to come short of it. And you know, I came to glory meetings for a long time, and I didn't know that I hadn't entered in to this wonderful rest, but I have now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Brother and sister, enter into that wonderful rest, and you don't have to do nothing to enter into it. Well, the only thing you have to do is stop trying to do things. Stop trying to do things. Oh, you know, it's wonderful that we just cease from our own works. It says as we cease from our own works, as, as God ceased from his, he rested. He created all this wonderful universe and he rested. Oh, bless the Lord. And if he rested and said it's complete, how much more can we rest in that glorious promised rest that's been left to the children of God? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And you don't have to struggle and strive to get into it. That's the only way you get out of it. Keep struggling and striving. But you just let Jesus have his way in you. Oh, bless the Lord. Just yield ourselves to Jesus. Now, I believe it only comes by revelation of the Spirit to you as it came to me. Bless the Lord. It may have already come to you. Glory. I know it has many of you. Bless the Lord. Oh, I do thank God for this wonderful experience in the glory way. It's 11 years now since I first walked into that meeting in Newark. I walked in there, you know, and I've never, never been the same again. Oh, bless the Lord. Never been the same again. 11 years, but it's been wonderful. It's been wonderful to walk with Jesus. The Lord has led me a a strange path to some of you. I know you all understand where I land up going, but you know, the Lord... It really has been wonderful. And I said to the Lord, I got to one stage a few years back. I said, Lord, I want to do something. Oh, I want to be somewhere where you can use me and flow out through me to, to, to be blessed. And, and, you know, I had in my mind, you see, talk about our ways and not each ways and uh, uh, etc. But I thought he'd take me where there were some glory meetings. But, you know, the Lord just took us up with myself and my family and put us away there where there was nothing at all. But, you know, bless the Lord, it's been wonderful. It's been wonderful because this is where I have to prove God. You see, it's no good having something, Emily said last night, or someone said here, it's no good having something if you don't prove it in your everyday life. Bless the Lord. And I'm so glad because God makes up all that you lack. Bless the Lord. And when I, I went to this place down, right down there in Dorset, I said, well, Lord, you know that there's nothing, not, not here, well, there's things there, but not like this. But I said, Lord, I know that this experience is real. Bless the Lord. And I ask you to use, and you know it's been wonderful wonderful. I can't tell you because I can't tell you what God is doing yet because he's still doing it and, it, and I don't know how to get around it without making it sound as if it's me, but oh, it's wonderful. Jesus is doing wonderful things. Bless the Lord. Oh, glory. When I think well, what's happening, you know, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's just wonderful to see God building his church. Oh, God, and that chorus of Roy's was a blessing to me. I heard it somewhere, not by might, not by power, but by my spirits says the Lord, I will build my church, I will make a way and as I see God building his church it thrills me, I I'd only think in since I come up here, you know, how you can see God building his church, within the last three weeks it is, I've been in two places in Dorset where we've been to fellowship and, and I was thinking about the contrast uh, there was, and one was in a, a lovely great house and there was a lord and lady's house and the lord and lady are living there and you know how wonderful this, this lovely couple they're filled with the Holy Ghost and moving in the spirit oh bless the Lord it was lovely and we went into their living room and the living room's about as big as this but you know it was lovely to see folk moving in the spirit I think it was Anglican but you know they've got it praise the Lord and I thought well, thank you Lord there's some more of the family coming in bless the Lord and they were ministering to one and laying hands uh, and folk were being filled with the spirit glory to God it's wonderful and I can see God building his church like that building his church calling them out separating them separating them because some won't pay the price will they but praise God I'm so glad there's no tags on this way there's no tags all he says if 
blessed are they that hunger and thirst after me, for they shall be filled. Hallelujah. No other conditions. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after me. And brother and sister, you know you can sit in a glory meeting and you still don't hunger and thirst after God. But oh, when we hunger and thirst after him, we shall be filled. Hallelujah. And oh, isn't it lovely when we are filled. Bless the Lord and keep on being filled. And you know, and the other contrast was within a few days of being in that place, I was in a little farmhouse miles from anywhere. And, and there again, we were, the Spirit of God was moving. Uh, and so dear brother and sister opened their home congregational people and we was invited to go there and we just waited on the Lord for him to move and we didn't know who was coming and in the end the room got so packed we had to shift the piano out because we couldn't get the people in and we put the piano out in another room and you know oh it was lovely God's spirit come down and the place was shaken glory to God oh isn't it wonderful and I said thank you Lord again you're building your church hallelujah you're building your church oh that more of God's people will see this I don't believe the Lord wants to have to go into these places, but you know, so many places at the church, you won't have him, will they? They don't want it. They don't want what God's doing. But oh, praise the Lord. Air build his church. He's not bound. Hallelujah. Air build his church. He's not bound. Hallelujah. Nothing will bind him. And here prepare a people after his own heart before he comes. We was here. He wasn't be somewhere here this morning or last night. I get mixed up where I hear things. But someone was saying about the Lord coming again soon. And he's going to come for a chosen people. He's going to come for a picked out people. Oh, bless the Lord. He's going to come for a people without spot or wrinkle. A church without spot or wrinkle. A pure church. Not defiled in any way. And oh, praise God. I can see God building it. I can see God building it in you. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful to belong to this church that God's coming back for? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Oh, I do love you, each one of you. I do love Henry for, for the way that he stood for this way. Bless the Lord. I do thank them. And I never, I don't think ever a day goes past in my life that I pray for him and Connie that they should be strengthened in this wonderful work for God, that they should go on and forward in the power of the Spirit. Praise the Lord and for these other ones who stand and are in the forefront. It seems to me that the Lord will take me out of the forefront but don't matter where he's put us, there's a work for each one of us. Bless the Lord and you've got something brother and sister and you want to take it if the Lord tells you to do something, do it. Whatsoever he says to you, do it. We saw somewhere today in the text in where we're staying. Whatsoever he says to you, do it. And if he says it to you, you do it. Praise the Lord. And I do thank God and he said to me, do it. And I did it. And oh glory. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. Bless you. I love you in Jesus. It's a real thrill to be here. It's a real thrill to be ministered to by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It's so lovely that you haven't come to hear anybody or hear any special speakers, you know. Well, I haven't come to hear any special speakers. I've come to be ministered to by the Holy Ghost and be ministered through. I believe if we're willing channels the Lord will minister through us. Hallelujah. That's what I want to be. That I might be that the Lord will flow through me and be a blessing. The Lord bless you. Bless you, Henry. God bless you. It's a long while since I saw Laurie, but praise God, he's got something real. And you know, there's a wonderful thing about this. When you get it, it's infectious. Perhaps some of you are in a glory meeting for the first time. Well, listen carefully. It will affect you. You will never be the same again. Something will happen to you. And you'll thank God for it. There's a young lady named Millie down here. She got it down in the London area. 
God knocked her flat out there and she got filled in a new way. She was in Pentecost before, but she had this mighty anointing. I'm going to ask her to give a quick testimony. Come on, Millie. Here she is. Give her a clap. Bless you, girl. Isn't it lovely? Amen. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. It's really wonderful to be here tonight in this wonderful, glory way. And we are a really privileged people to be here in this wonderful blessing of God. Oh, it's wonderful when you think of way back how you were bound up, tied up, and yet God's brought us into this wonderful freedom. You know, I was only reading the other day of that woman that came to the well, and Jesus was there, and she drank of so many waters, but she was still thirsty. But oh, when she drank of that wonderful living water of Jesus, she found satisfaction for the very first time in her life. Oh, brothers and sisters, you can come to me and you can perhaps drink of this brother and drink of that sister but they won't satisfy you it's only Jesus it's only Jesus it's only Jesus when you drink of that wonderful living stream oh it's only Jesus there's nobody else can satisfy oh you can dance and you can sing and you can have a lovely time on the outside but oh it's only him that can satisfy Oh, brothers and sisters, don't look on the outside. You know, you can come to a glory meeting and you can sit there and perhaps criticise and think that's not right, this is not right. Oh, don't just let the Holy Ghost take you up. You know what? I, I found this that when I just let go in the Holy Spirit, when I just said, oh, Lord, have your way, I came into blessing. It's when you let yourself be made a full of that you don't care what people think, even if you roll on the floor. Oh, praise God, what does it matter? As long as you're getting the blessing, as long as you're getting the blessing, oh, praise God. God, oh brothers and sisters, I pray that this week I'll go home a different person because I've come for something new from God and all I pray this week that I'll go back a different person that people will see Jesus in me not me but him because he's the only one oh bless his wonderful name oh bless his wonderful name when you think of what God's done oh bless him how wonderful he is how gracious is our God how wonderful is his love when you think that you could have been in the world but he's brought us out he's brought us in this wonderful fellowship you know in that house where we're staying all the fellowship is sweet oh we feel the presence of the Lord and it's so wonderful to have this fellowship one with the other oh the love of Jesus can only do this it's only him by his Spirit. Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless his name. Oh, Jesus is wonderful. Just drink of him. Just drink of him. Oh, bless him. Oh, bless him. Oh, I do bless God for this wonderful way. I bless Henry and Connie and all the others. You know, 
Well, I've had to stand at the beginning, but I said to my friend today, when you think how it's grown, how it's spread, it only started off with a couple, but when you think how it's spread all over and God has brought us in, oh, bless him. I do bless him tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, there's something wonderful here. Just raise your hands, close your eyes, and just drink of the Spirit for a few moments. Just drink, it's for everybody. God wants to do something new on your heart tonight. He loves you, Lola. He loves you, my sister. Oh, just drink. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, just drink, brother, just drink, sister, of this wonderful wine of heaven, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Number nine on the chorus sheet. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. Number nine on the sheet.
I tell you what. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes, I'll see to that. That lady who couldn't walk, I wonder whether she'd walk out here now. The lady what walked over, she's over there. Where are you, my duck? Can you stand up? In the name of Jesus, where is she? Yes, come on, let me see you walk out here. In the name of Jesus, duck, come on. This lady couldn't walk only by someone else. Come on, in the name of Jesus, duck. I don't know this lady, by the way. You just tell them. I've been like this for years now. Couldn't hardly walk. But I thank the Lord tonight that I feel better than I've done for years. Hallelujah. And praise his name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. We prayed for her knees. She couldn't bend her knees, and she started to bend them in the name of Jesus. One separately. We give God all the praise. We give God all the glory. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is here. And he's here to meet every one of your needs. And it says we magnify him and as we lift him up, it's his Holy Spirit that does it. This is not of man, it's the Holy Spirit being released through Holy Ghost men and women. Oh, it's wonderful. Let us give God all the praise and all the glory. Father, we thank you for what you've done for our dear sister. And we pray, Lord, you complete the way you've begun, that you will make a completely whole in that mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I just want to tell you, sister. It's wonderful. Go on. Go on. It's wonderful what God can do, what he can do for others, he can do for you. Well, we've, got, we've got Brother Eddie Johnson here who couldn't walk, only a snail's pace. And he was crippled like his lady. And he can testify what God's done for him. Eddie, will you come out here and tell them? Come on, pal. This you know, man used to walk by our shop at a snail's pace. And God wonderfully healed him. Here he is, look at walking on now. Here, look, see. And look how he's going to him. Can you see? Praise the Lord. You perhaps heard my testimony before, but I thank God. You know, when we're singing, say, well, that's the main thing, being saved and getting ready for heaven, isn't it? Praise the Lord. You know, it's nice to be set free. I was crippled with arthritis, the same as the lady was talking about just now. And it's nearly 20 years ago since I accepted Jesus as my personal saviour. And, you know, I accepted him at the Valdez campaign. And uh, I used to go to Henry's meetings, I used to go past there to the pub and enjoy myself, you know, in my way. But, you know, it was marvellous. So I went to the meetings and Henry and the, all the folks kept praying for me and prayed as God would set me free. And I couldn't bend my legs one, not at all, you know. I couldn't bend them to nothing. I used to walk on sticks. And the doctors and everything did what they could for me. But oh, I thank God as Jesus delivered me, you know. And it, it was grand. He delivered me in body, soul and spirit. 
you know, I used to be a lad. I used to like a big gamble and a drink and everything like that. I don't condemn anybody. I just say, taste and see that the Lord is good. He'll do it. It's no good asking anybody else to do it because only Jesus will do it. Praise the Lord. And I thank God for delivering me, you know. It's grand to be set free, isn't it, in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Well, shall I give Jesus a clap then? Praise the Lord. I think we'd better sing, I'm happy and glad and free. Praise the Lord. I think that'd be all right, don't you? Praise the Lord. I'm happy and glad and free. Praise the Lord. Shall we sing it?
Chris. He's been helping us a lot of late. He's just been over to Middlesbrough to bring a crowd of our brothers and sisters, Croziers. It's lovely to see you, brothers and sisters. Thank you for coming along tonight. And Chris has to take them back again afterwards. Here's Chris. He's all right when you know him. Be careful how you handle him. <laughs> Bless him, he's a good lad. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm just enjoying the blessing of God. It's wonderful. And I praise God for this wonderful time of fellowship. But you know, I'm glad because God is working on my heart. I'm glad because God has worked on my heart. You know, there's one thing about it, it is a heart job. And you know, I was reading in the Word of God and it says that, that Saul, that God said that he would give Saul a new heart. And you know, that's just what God has done for me. He's given me a new heart. He's given me a new appreciation of things that are eternal. He's given me a new appreciation of my fellow men. You know, it's a wonderful thing when, the, when God and when the Spirit of God just moves on your heart and there's such a love that comes into your heart that you just love everybody. It's wonderful and there's only God can do it because there was a time when I only loved Chris Wingfield but I do thank God because he's enlarged my heart and it's wonderful. And you know also in that story of Saul it says that when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him he was as another man. When the Spirit of the Lord came upon him he was as another man. And you know it's a wonderful thing when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you you're as another is taking the sting out of you because you don't come back at them. There was a time when I used to think I'd got to defend the Lord. I'd got to defend the cause. But oh, I thank God because it defends me. It's so wonderful. It's so changed my heart. You know, the other week, the other week I, I was in hospital for a few days. Uh, quite a few of you know this. And I got in contact with some Salvationists. And uh, I arranged... There was this Salvationist cadet, he's at the training college, and he said to me he didn't know whether he would be going back because they've asked him to leave, because he's got a Pentecostal experience. Uh, it's not surprising. However, he, I said, well, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. When I get out of here, I'll invite you and the other folk that are with you, uh, and your mother and father that are coming over from Blackpool, I says, I'll invite you on a Sunday night to cook you some fish and chips. So they says, oh, that'll be grand. I said, well, Sunday night is preferential treatment. There'll be no queues round the shop to wait in. You shall have the special honour of cooking it yourself. <laughs> well, anyway... To cut a long story short, this is what I did. And as we were frying these fish and chips, and I got them putting the fish in right, and putting the chips in right, and, and feeling of them to see that they were cooked, and one thing or another, there was a car came in the yard. And another car followed it. One was a chappy that had been preaching at the Assemblies of God. And another car was my wife and family in it. 
And my wife came running into me. She said, oh, Chris, I was there in my white apron. She says, I've brought a fella to speak to you. He's got some queer ideas about glory folk. Well, that's not surprising either, is it? There's a lot of folk got some queer ideas about glory folk. She says, but I'll tell you this, he's a grand fella. Oh, she says, he's on fire, but he's just got these queer notions about glory folk. So he followed her into the shop and he said, I've just been having an argument with your wife. I says, oh, have you? And I thought, oh, Lord, what can I tell him? I don't know. I says, oh, have you? Well, I says, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, pal. I'm not going to argue with you. Because I says, do you know there's nothing to argue about? It's so wonderful, it's so blessed, it's so sweet, and it's so grand, it's so wonderful and thrilling, I can't argue about it. All I can say to you, pal, is just enter into it. And when you enter into it, it's enter into you. And when it enters into you, you'll be just as same as us. So I says, do you know the best thing you can do, pal? He says, what? But before he said that, before he said that, he says, oh, is there something to enter into then? Fancy, a Pentecostal fella, and he didn't know there was something to enter into. I wonder if there's anybody here that doesn't know there's something to enter into. There's a wonderful life of the Spirit. There's a wonderful joy. You know, the Word of God says, enter into the joy of the Lord. It's the joy of the Lord that make a bridge. Any road. I says, the best thing you can do, pal, I says, is just get into that kitchen of ours and find yourself a seat, sit yourself at the table and sit down and enjoy some jolly good fish and chips like you've never had before on a Sunday night. I says, and I've just got them in the pan for you. I didn't know what to say to him. But I did know this. I didn't know this, that some jolly good fill-up of good fish and chips would, would make him feel well. It would do him good. You know, I used to say that I fed folk in Nottingham with glory chips. Well, to say better the day, better the deed. So anyway... We had a jolly good get-together. There was the Salvationists, there was the Pentecostals, and there was the glory folk. <laughs> but I couldn't eat the fish and chips because I was fasting. <laughs> I think they thought I was issuing poison to them because I wasn't eating. <laughs> but my word, they did enjoy them. <laughs> well, after this, they got into the lounge. And this fella, I'll tell you something now, he was a real good pianist. Oh, he was red hot, there's no doubt about it. He just tickled the ivories, and my word, he made that piano talk. And we went on till about quarter to twelve. And then these Salvationist folk had got to take them home a few miles, about ten miles, and they'd got a babysitter, so we'd got to go. So I says, well, I'll tell you what, they were all getting up. I said, just put my hands on the shoulder of Mick and somebody else I said come on let's ask God let's thank God for the blessing and you know when you start thanking God for blessings my word things begin to bubble my word when you start thanking God when you start praising him my word things begin to bubble all oh, things begin to fall things begin to happen it's wonderful and we began to thank God for the blessing 
and my word with something to thank him for. And I tell you, the power of the Holy Ghost fell. And oh, it was wonderful. It was marvelous. The week later, my wife met this man. And he says, well, he says, I certainly learned something. I learned something. But look, folks, it's not preaching. It wasn't arguing. It was just loving. You know, we've heard a lot about lovings. But I don't want to argue with anybody. You know, I'm trained as a salesman. And you know, one of the training schools that I went to for selling, they used to say this, that sales come by agreement, not by argument. Sales come by agreement, not by argument. Now then, I used to sell over cleaners. And I used to go around and I'd probably find a woman that had just paid about 30 pounds out for an Electrolux cleaner. And I was trying to sell overs. I used to find women that had got some jolly old hot point there that has been come out of the ark very near and I'd got to sell overs. But I didn't used to go to that woman and say, why yours is no good, you don't want to have that. She's paid good money out for it. I'm criticizing her judgment if I did that. Yes. But I used to say, yes, madam, it's a very good cleaner. Marvelous. But have you considered ours? <laughs> have you seen what ours will do? You see, you don't judge it on what it takes out of a carpet. You judge it on what it leaves in. <laughs> I says to this woman, I remember one particular one with this brand new Electrolux. I said, go on then, lass, you have a go at your carpet. And then I showed her an empty bag on my cleaner. And I says, now we'll have a go when you've finished. And then we emptied the bag on a newspaper. When she saw the pile of dirt, when she saw the dirt, she couldn't help but buy the cleaner. I'm telling you that when people see a demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost power, they can't help but go for the book. When that lad that was here the other night, make when he was in that barn mine going into Nottingham, and he told me he was an atheist, and he told me he was a free thinker, and one thing or another, I didn't argue with him. I said, of course you are. Of course you're all those things you said you are. How can you be anything else? You've never felt the power of God in your life. You've never had a demonstration. But I says, there's only one thing I want to say to you, Mick. I says, listen, pal, and I say it with all earnestness. Will you promise me one thing? Will you promise me that you'll put yourself one of these days in the place where the power of God is moving? And when you see the power of God, I tell you that all the things you say you are will be changed and you'll be a believer. 
He went into one glory meeting in Scunthorpe. Just one. That's all. And years ago when I was in Elim, I used to turn around if, any, if I'd invited anybody to the meeting unsaved from work or anything like that. I used to think, oh Lord, I hope so-and-so doesn't speak in tongues tonight. <laughs> and I hope they don't, I hope they don't shout hallelujah. And I hope they don't do this and I hope they don't do that. But I tell you this, when Mick went into that glory meeting and I was stood at the front, I made a prayer and I says, Lord, give me it hot. Lord, make it hot. Oh, give me it hot, Lord. The hotter the better. I tell you this, that Pentecost and all the other denominations have got simmered down to such an extent they're cold, lukewarm, insipid. And they've done no good at all for young folk. So why not let's have a real red-hot Pentecostal demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost and let it go. You know what Jesus said? You know what Jesus said when he went to the tomb of Lazarus and he saw him bound up in all those great clothes? He says, loose him and let him go. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. And I'm telling you tonight, folks, that it's only the power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost that will really make any difference at all. Amen. You know, that scripture I was talking to you about, I was reading it the other day, and it thrilled my soul. You know, you never know just what's round the corner. And when old Samuel set out, or rather when Saul set out to find them asses that was lost, when his father sent him out with a servant to find those asses that were lost, he didn't realize that in the plan and in the purpose of God, before he returned home, he was going to be anointed the king. He didn't know. He didn't know. But the word of God says that God had whispered into the ear of Samuel. And he says, there's a couple of fellas that are going to come to you from the tribe of Benjamin. And that's who I've chosen. That's who I want you to anoint. And they didn't know what was round the corner. But when he was anointed king, do you know it says all the people shouted and said, God save the king. They were happy folk because they'd been asking God for a king. But do you know, the thing that impressed me was this, that folk murmured against him. They says, he can't rule us. Who's he? He can't do it. But I'll tell you folks, he'd have the anointing. He'd had the anointing. It wasn't another, it was him that had got the anointing of God. And he went back to his own country. But do you know what? It wasn't until he saw the compromise and heard of the compromise that was going on that he stirred him up. He stirred him up and he got mad about it. And he did something about it. And I tell you folks, it's not a case of getting mad about it, but it's a case of getting stirred up about it. You know... Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift of God that is within thee by the putting on of my hands. And I believe with all my heart that it's a time for a stirring. It's a time that there's a stirring in our own souls, in our own hearts, and that we've sought God more. And we've got a real stirring in our lives because we don't know what's around the corner. But I tell you this, that the word of God proves that he who had the anointing was the one that won the day. And God proved that he was the king. 
bless his wonderful name and that's what I want to see folks I'm not just happy and satisfied with what has gone and not has beens but what is and I'm only looking now for what's going on before and I'm confident of this that it can only move as we move the Lord bless you God is moving on by his mighty power. This is
thank Heavenly Father for such a wonderful blessing. We give you all the praise and all the glory for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for such wonderful fellowship. God bless you. I want to be a stone in the new Jerusalem.